1: Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic. And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
0: Primetime on Football Friday, 1080 The Fan. Professional football
1: in America is a special game, a unique game. Played nowhere else on earth. It is a rare game. The men
0: who play it make it so. This is a Football Friday edition of Primetime with Isaac and Sue.
1: Brought to you by the Odyssey app. Download the Odyssey app, follow 1080 The Fan, and enable push notifications to get the latest on the Ducks, Beavers, Blazers, and more.
0: That's going to make the difference between winning and losing.
2: On 1080 The Fan. All right, welcome back. Hope you're having a nice little uh, Friday it's raining out there, yeah, but we needed it We, we did. Need, we need a little rain. We always say that.
3: Yes, and it, it is great. Well, it's how we convince ourselves that it's not going to be depressing for the next six months, but you know, it is.
2: <laughs> well we, we need Mexico. It, and it's great, but what are we going to say like in two weeks <laughs> when it's like, okay, it's still raining?
3: I will say though, there are
2: two months. okay, still raining.
3: There is so Saturday, right? I got a couple good college football games on. I got some baseball. Now you're
2: talking tomorrow. Tomorrow, yeah,
3: right. So this this is one of those days where it's going to be rainy. It's going to be crappy, but I got a couple good college ball games on that I really want to watch. I'll have some baseball on, and there's a big UFC fight that I'm Jonesing for. It's a great card. Who's
2: fighting? Uh, you don't care, so I don't. But I would like to know. <laughs> it's for information. Who,
3: who's fighting? Trust me when I tell you that you Big don't, Bones Jones you, or something. Big Bones Jones isn't he a guy? John Bones Jones. Is he in prison? No, he is not. But he hasn't fought in like two and a half years. Randy Couture. He's like a 1,000 years old. So
2: I'm just saying. Whatever happened to that woman? What? Uh, The woman. the Ronda Rousey? Yeah,
3: whatever happened to her? Uh, Is she she fighting? She got exposed, and now she fights in the WWE. She was good for a while, and then her head got kicked in, and she was never the same again. I'm now
2: looking up who's fighting.
3: Holly Holm, I'll be interested in, in the pronunciations uh, of people who are fighting for you. Charles Oliviera. And he might be the pound for pound the best fighter. He, is this the big one? Yeah, this is the big one. Charles Oliviera? He's amazing. Against
2: Islam Makovic.
3: I don't think Makovic? Mikhevich? But to be honest with you, I'm, I'm gonna brutalize his last name too. But yes, Islam. The, this is going to be That's a great fight. This huh? is going to be awesome. Why? This is well who cares
2: Eh, that's not going to be great it it, never anyway my whole point is i'm totally baiting you my whole point is good job not taking it though
3: yeah that's why i wasn't going down on
2: islam i'm going to bet on him that's why his record's 22 and 1 it says that's
3: why i'm not going down this road i just was saying it's a good fight who's your money on you won't care it doesn't matter olivier Olivier doesn't matter doesn't matter all right point is all right I like those days where it's rainy. You have no reason to go outside. Yeah, You you stay inside, order a pizza, get some wings, right? You, you bre- break out some beers or whatever, and you just plop your ass on the couch, and it's Beer. like, this is my... Or I hear you, get, you get into the brown, and I love I, I love those. They're not... You can't, I hear you. You, they can't don't have, make you. you can't have those every weekend, they, but...
2: They don't make you feel bad about not being outside. Yes. Like, because, because why would you be outside? Yes. It's raining.
3: Where when it's like... When it's bright and sunny and then like the, the better half's always yelling at you to go on some – you're like, let's go walk right. or let's go to a farmer's market. And you're like, let's not.
2: Yeah, no. This well, game's it's a wasted
3: day. It's 82 degrees. I'm like, well, you know what? Now it's not a wasted day because it's rainy and it's crappy, so
2: I'm going to be right here. So here's what John Lynch said. If you're just tuning in, uh, Christian McCaffrey was traded to the Niners today. Uh, the Panthers get a second, third, and fourth in 2023 and a fifth in 2024. Yes. So they got a lot.
3: I thought this was a, I thought this was way too much for Christian McCaffrey, but I think it shows you, again, one, that the Niners are in a win mode now. I think they realized that the Trey Lance thing, eh, <laughs> I don't think that's that's happening anytime soon. And so I think they're mashing the, we can win, the NFC is weak, and we're going all in right now. And I think there was some, more action than I would have thought. I kind of thought maybe a third and a fourth gets him. But, you know, whether it was Kansas City, whether it was Buffalo, you know, there were a lot of teams supposedly that were involved in this, and there might have been a little bit of a bidding war here. That's a big haul for a guy that really hasn't been good in, what, probably 2019, 2018, the last time that he was a a, a real star. So I I think this is a, a bold move on the part of San Francisco, but financially it's not that bad. Carolina's the one that has to be on the hook for all of his guaranteed money. They're getting McCaffrey, the Niners are for about twelve million a year for the next three years, and none of it's guaranteed. So if he gets hurt again, you can just cut him. You know, it's a lot to give up for a rent a player for one year, perhaps, but you're not on the hook if you don't want to be.
2: Well, I think he's intriguing um in the Niners system. Oh, absolutely. You know, that's what it is. It's like Shanahan and McCaffrey and uh catching the ball out of the backfield and the ways they would use him is pretty Dynamic yes. and interesting. Here's what John Lynch said, the GM of the Niners. He said, you only do this when you have a belief in your team as it's constructed. Yeah. Uh, the previous time we made a big splash like this, it was Emmanuel Sanders back in 2019 because we felt like we had the team capable for winning the whole deal. You're one away. We're three and three now, so we understand we have a lot of work to do, and this isn't a magic pill that's going to fix all of our ills as a team We've all got to get better, but we still do very much believe in this team, and that's why we took a swing at an excellent football player. As a matter of fact, they're saying that McCaffrey is already lobbying him to be active against the Chiefs, Yeah, but they're not sure if he's going to play. Yeah, but
3: he was in uniform today, and, and you know, my guess is if you do, it's situational. I could see red zone. because Look, I understand that the, you're not going to learn in an entire playbook, but he's a smart guy that's been around the block. You can put in a half a dozen plays for him in situational spots that make sense. Um, but you look at, at the way you can use him in the multiple situations that the, Niners, the way they use uh, Debo, and I like Christian, and Juszczyk, who is explosive in the pass game and can be brought into the the running game. I think one of the things that the Niners started doing years ago <laughs> that some people are copying I think is, is really smart is you know with Kittle and with use check, what they can do is they can start you out in a four wide look and if you want to go nickel or you want to go to your dime package and bring in five six dBs, break it down, they'll shift in and now you'll go into a power run game and McCaffrey's perfect into this, right with Caffrey and and Debo on the field together, I mean you you can run some triple option stuff. you can start out in a wing T triple option look and spread out and all of a sudden you're going four wide. Well, actually, you can even go five. You can go empty if you want, and you get your receivers out there and you spread out Debo, Houston, Kittle, McCaffrey. I mean, this potentially is a really, really sexy lineup for the 49ers, but you also have to realize that McCaffrey has played the last two years. He played in three and played in seven games. So, you know. Well, I
2: think you just got to manage that. You know, it's like. I it's, hope he's the on the a workload. Pitch workload. Yeah, yeah, the workload just can't be, you know, uh, it just can't be too much. I think there are two teams that it sort of feels like um, maybe he had the best chance to stay healthy with would be San Francisco and Kansas City because just how they use him and they won't it won't be the feature guy. Yes, you know, so maybe he stays healthy. Uh, by the way, the Niners, uh, our Niners, mm-hmm. you know, they were already without a first round pick going into this next draft because of the Trey Lance trade. Yep, so they are actually now without any picks in the first two rounds of next year's draft. Yeah, uh, they have they don 't have a fourth either; they have two round three compensatory picks mm-hmm. a five and two sevens that 's it. Well,
3: this is one of those where i 'm not saying it 's a it 's a bad strategy uh, i 've always been a little skeptical of this, but two things one the rams uh, the Rams did it last year. The Rams went all in and it worked and I think teams obviously are going to look at that and be like well i mean it 's a copycat league and I think the idea with the salary cap exploding the way it is, a lot of these deals that you have on the books aren't going to be as bad in the next two or three years. And so I think the idea of, of buying teams is getting less scary uh, for, for teams who are good at manipulating the cap uh, as it goes up. And so I think there's an element of that. And the 49ers, like you like said, there's a window here. I think the Trey Lance thing blew up in their face. I'm not saying that Trey Lance will never be good but I I think the idea that you were going to be patient and wait for Trey Lance with this roster, I think that plan is out the window, and I think it's win. I think you look at the NFC and you say it's wide open. Why not us? And the key for the Niners, and it always has been, is health. Over the last 45 years, when the Niners are healthy, they're one of the three or four best teams in football. When they're injured, they're not. And so can Trent Williams stay healthy? Can Bosa stay healthy? Can Jimmy Ward stay healthy? Can they get their secondary back? That's the question. And if a a San Francisco team is fully healthy, that is the best challenge to Philadelphia. Right now, Philadelphia is the best team in the NFC. I don't think it's particularly close. But a healthy San Francisco 49ers unit, top to bottom, you throw in Christian McCaffrey, that is the second best, and maybe it is the best team in the NFC, but it is a big, giant if because it just feels like Doesn't it that the Niners are the most injury-plagued team in the freaking world? For sure. I don't know what's in the water out there, but
2: I'd rather have it happen now, though. Yeah, than later in the year. Yep. So maybe they, you know, they have time to get healthy. But he's right; they are three and three. They they got work to do. Yes. Uh, I've got a Cliff Kingsbury, Kyler Murray update for you. (laughs) I love how
3: now that they won. Oh no, big deal. Oh fine.
2: Well, they had a difference of opinion.
3: Andy Dalton saved the 49ers season and possibly their, their coach. You mean the Cardinals? The Car- Yeah, he saved the Cardinals. first. Yeah. So I
2: think he saved them for a week. <laughs> Let's calm down that he saved the season. Uh, we'll get to that next. And then uh, in the news, it is 420 on the fan.
1: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit
0: HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai.
1: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
0: This is a Football Friday edition of Primetime with Isaac and Souk.
3: Brought to you by the Odyssey app.
0: On 1080 The Fan. If you're just tuning in, you missed Reese Davis from College
2: Game Day. He joined us last hour. Joey Harrington next hour. We'll set your college football DVR as well. In the news is next, though. Um, So Kyler Murray and Cliff Kingsbury got into it last night. Yeah, I believe the quote three times was calm the F down
3: on the part of Kyler Murray to his coach.
2: You know, I read something today about them that I didn't know, and I think it's an important fact that is maybe not talked about enough. Okay. Did you know they share an agent? I did not. They have the same agent, hmm. and they both got new deals. Yes, they did. So those things are intertwined. You know, <laughs> they are. Cliff getting – if you have the same agent, Cliff getting a deal and Kyler getting a deal at the same time is definitely um, – well, again, for lack of a better term, intertwined. Sure. Uh, they – you know, because you forget that – so they were in the Big 12 together, mm-hmm. and Kingsbury – so then Kyler goes to the draft, chooses the NFL, and Kingsbury's not at Arizona yet. But he says, "Hey, I would take that guy with the first pick. I saw him in the Big Twelve. Dude, he's awesome." Yeah. Well, then they hire Kingsbury, and
3: remember, Kingsbury ran a very similar offense to what Lincoln Riley did, and the idea was, could you, exactly. whoever you got, Cliff Kings, whoever you got, Kyler Murray with. Needed to be comfortable running an offense that
2: he could adjust to. So they got they hired Kingsbury to get Kyler Murray. Yes, Kyler Murray then signed with Kingsbury's agent, and a couple of years later they both have new deals through that same agent. Now that's a big deal. It is,
3: but at the same time realize that the Murray deal there's not the Murray deal is locked in. Kingsbury has no job security. He may have gotten an extension but that's just a parachute if his ass gets fired. If this thing goes south this year, Kingsbury even said it. He knows that he is not safe. Murray is safe. There's nothing you can do about that. So that's the only caveat to that is, yeah, they're tied together, but one of them is a lot easier to get rid of than the other
2: one. Well, it is, but and, that's but that's where the agent comes in, and it's like I'm sure he got those deals done with like the idea of, hey, these two are, are both my clients, they're linked, yeah. and if you're ready to fire Cliff Kingsbury – that agent is going to have a say in that yeah, based I, on the fact that he's also got Kyler Murray. Now, if they hate each other, which, you know, sure, certainly their body language is not good. Yes. But if they hate each other, I, that throws a wrench into it, obviously, but I don't know what.
3: But you also had the agent that was there when they put in the worst stipulation in the history of contracts then allowed that to become public. Yeah. You know, I, I just think this is, I think this is a real mess. And I think there's real issues there between quarterback and coach. I think there's real issues there with the quarterback and, and his adjustment to the NFL world. DeAndre Hopkins, I think, is going to solve a lot of that because you're adding arguably the best receiver in football. I just I I am not a believer that this is a long term tenable solution. I just I don't. I think Kingsbury will be gone sooner than later because I think that the the Arizona offense is a bit of a sham. And I don't think they're going to have long-term success. We've seen, them, we've seen them flail in the second half of every season. And now they're kind of flailing at times, even at the beginning of the season. And I don't believe for one second that Kingsbury is doing this. What do you say? It's just one of those things on the field. We had a difference of opinion. Yeah, it didn't look good on TV, and he acted kind of fiery, so I don't know. It's a Gen Gen Z thing on TV. Calm <laughs> down, but I like showing emotion, whatever. I love how he's like, oh, it's a Gen Wait, Z. Wait, who thing. said that? That was Kingsbury talking about, right. you know, the it's a Gen Z thing. Okay, so it's a Gen Z, Gen Z thing to rip off your helmet and tell your coach to calm the f down multiple times.
2: Well, I'm just all I'm saying is the agents matter yeah. and they have a hand in a lot of deals. And remember, these two guys just got locked up. Yep. So, it you know, I don't know what the GM there is thinking, but. It doesn't look good on the field, but at the same time, they seem to have been linked from day one. Yeah. So it's a very interesting situation. But
3: sometimes you 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 I mean, sometimes you get married because you think it's a good fit and it's a prearranged marriage and then you get together and it's not. And I, I just everything everything that, that I read is you like to say the tea leaves from the contract to the language uh that was in there to the body language on the sidelines to the fact that you have people calling out Murray for the way he plays saying that it's, it's completely undisciplined. Clearly, you can tell that it bo- bothers Cliff Kingsbury. Clearly, there's not a lot of respect there from Kyler Murray uh, yelling at his coach to calm the F down to the point where you've got down Hopkins getting between the two. Their saving grace is that Andy Dalton threw a couple pick sixes. Otherwise, we might be having an entirely different conversation because the one thing that will – the bark dust of all things is winning. You can cover up any turd when you're winning with a little bark dust. You start losing those games – and all of a sudden, this blow up. on Imagine had they lost that one. If Dalton doesn't throw the pick sixes, and they end up losing that game in a nail biter, we are having a different conversation about Arizona today
2: than uh, than we are right now. So they are three and four. They go to Minnesota. Yep, that's tough. Then they host Seattle.
3: All of a sudden, that's not a road app. I mean, that's not a, a gimme either.
2: Well, they already lost to them one. Yep. Then they're at the Rams. They, they
3: scored nine points against. One of the worst defenses in the NFL.
2: They're at the Rams. They've already lost to the Rams. And then they play uh, the Niners and Chargers at home before the bye week. That is not easy. No, it is not. And And then they come back with New England. They better get
3: their ass together. That's all I know.
2: And they They do not have an easy schedule. No. I mean, they do play at Denver, which it seems easy now. But who knows? Maybe Denver has it together by week 15. But then they have Tampa and San Francisco again.
3: It's a very, very difficult one. That's brutal. I'm willing to guess that if Arizona doesn't make the postseason... Uh, I'm I'm willing to wager that Kingsbury and that new deal, it doesn't mean anything. I think that thing gets torn up, and and they go in a different direction. And I think Murray will be one of the main uh, drivers behind that.
2: All right, up next is in the news. Uh, Our air quality is back at healthy levels, so that's good. Welcome to the rain. If you were holding your breath for the last week, uh, you can breathe now. And I have Bob Mitchell news. Bob Mitchell. That's right. Should I know who Bob Mitchell is? No. Okay. But you're about to find out. I'm very excited. Here's Jordan with SportsCenter.
3: We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of
1: four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You a whole Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch
0: This is a Football Friday edition of Primetime with Isaac and Souk.
1: Brought to you by the Odyssey app.
0: On 1080 The Fan.
2: All right, we'll set your DVR. Hot five. Joe Harrington, you know the whole thing. I mean, you know how we do Fridays. Come on. It is October 21, 2022. It's time now for In The News. i mean your news, man. Hello. Thank you. Thank you so much. Please be seated. Everyone,
3: calm down. Calm down. Calm the F down.
2: That's right. Calm down. <laughs> Trying to channel my, Murray. my inner Kyler Murray. Oh, we did have a texter who said uh, they can confirm the Gen Zers. Uh, the calm down is a big one for them.
3: I Yeah, I just can't remember a lot of people also telling chill my, out. my
2: head coaches to calm
3: the F down. Okay, so I
2: can attest that the Gen Zers love to use calm the F down phrase as well as it's <laughs> not a big deal. Chill out. Um, Today. Right here. Right here, right now. Is International Day of the Nacho. Well, who doesn't love nachos?
3: In fact, if I met someone that didn't love nachos, I'm not certain that we could be friends.
2: Not really sure how you could not love nachos. I mean,
3: nachos in all forms. I mean, because you have your basic nachos. Like, when you were a kid or even now as an adult, you ever just take some chips, throw some cheese on them, microwave that bad boy, and away you go? Do it now. It's delightful. You know, you get loaded nachos. I mean, it's just, there's, there's nothing, there's no such thing as a bad nacho. It says even bastard nachos, they're delightful.
2: It's also Back to the Future Day,
3: like the movie, or yeah, okay. Well, what do you think? Well, I don't know. It's like, is there something about like the like some sort of time travel thing? We're just celebrating the movie Back to the Future. Yeah, where Marty got it on with his mom. That Back to the Future. Yeah, it was hot. <laughs> A little, little weird. Have you seen
2: Michael J. Fox lately? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, isn't that interesting?
3: Uh, I think it's called Parkinson's. I don't know if it's interesting. I think it's just Parkinson's. Well, no, it's just
2: interesting how he's progressed. Like he's still doing pretty good. Like I saw a, a thing with him the other day and oh you know, really? Of course he's Well, he's gotten I mean, his He's pretty rough. Well, define rough. Like he was doing an interview and he was like he was he was doing good. Oh, like, was... I feel like I feel when I see him obviously Parkinson's is taking its toll on him. Yes. At the same time it's cool to see him still kind of out there going and being Michael J. Fox. Yeah, there was a I don't remember what it
3: was. It was probably some anniversary of this, but the cast of Back to the Future, including Christopher Lloyd, uh, they did. I think might have been at Comic Con or something, but they yeah, did a panel. They reunited, yeah, they reunited, and it was—you uh, know—they went out, and I guess there was a lot of love and, and respect there, and it was kind of neat to see. I just saw a clip of it, but yeah, he doesn't do anything anymore other than you know he's an advocate. I think the last thing I saw him do was remember he did a uh, a role on Your Enthusiasm where he played Michael J. Fox and they built it around was Michael J. Fox having a tremor or was he I think it was he dumping a glass of wine on Larry on purpose that was the whole the whole bit
2: sixty one years old Michael J. Fox hmm. you know originally
3: he was not uh, he was not supposed to be in Back to the Future American Treasure they started filming that and you can find the scenes they filmed for about three weeks to a month with Eric Stoltz. As Marty McFly. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And Why I didn't? I, I, what I, happened? I guess they just said Stoltz just didn't have it. And they were looking at dailies, and they were like, this is not good. And so they fired him mid-shoot and went and got Michael J. Fox. But you can find them on YouTube where they shot scenes with Eric Stoltz as uh, Marty McFly. And what could have been?
2: From what I've heard, Stoltz was too stoic, and McF- yeah, McFly needed to be a little bit more hip. Yes. Yeah. That's why Michael J. Fox did took- it. It is
3: weird when you watch the YouTube clips. It just seems wrong because it's not Michael J. Fox, but I guess even back then when they watched it, they're like, eh, it's just not working. And That's kind of a ballsy thing to fire uh, the main character a month into filming a major motion picture. It doesn't happen very often.
2: Yeah, he must have really sucked.
3: Yeah. That was, there, there's some of those out there, like Chris Farley was was Shrek. And there's, like, a bunch of scenes out there of Chris Farley doing Shrek, and then he, he died, and so they went and got Mike Myers, and, and, and you know, Shrek never looked back.
2: A man accused of firing shots into his ex-wife's Hazel Dell home Thursday night led deputies on a chase that crossed state lines. Ooh, yeah, you can't do that. Reaching speed of 80 miles per hour. A very sensible
3: You know what? Speed. That, that is a, in a, in a high-speed chase, and that is high-speed, uh, you know, for a guy that's shooting willy nilly into people's homes, good for him for keeping it, uh, you know, keep it under eighty. Reports he was
2: turning on his blinker and oh, well, you know, he's doing hands Being su- Very well. Yeah. I mean, if you are going to if you
3: are to run from the cops, do it in a uh, sensible,
2: sensible manner. Good for him. Uh, this man's name is Bob Mitchell. Ah, Bob, can't do Told that. you, Bob Mitchell news. Can't do it, Bob. So around 9.45, a deputy reportedly heard uh, four gunshots while on duty and spotted a gold sedan speeding. Never, as,
3: never take a gold sedan. Uh, that's That just seems like a criminal. A gold sedan, nah. I immediately know what you're up to. It's suspicious. Don't even need to be speeding.
2: We no. should pull you over. Yeah, a gold sedan, windowless van, same thing. You did something. As another deputy was responding to the scene, a woman called 911 and reportedly told the operator that her estranged ex-husband threw an object through her home's window while two children were inside. Turns out it was not a a thrown object. It was a bullet. And then they found shell casings outside the home, (laughs) along with bullet holes in the front door and a window. Imagine, like, hey, did
3: someone throw, like, a a lamp at me? No, that that was gunfire.
2: So then, as they were relaying that information to deputies, they were still tailing the sedan. Yeah. They flip on their lights, you know, woo. I think that's the British siren
3: that you're doing right there, not the American. Woof, woof.
2: <laughs> and the driver accelerated to 80 miles per hour in a 40.
3: Well, to be fair, on may- St. John's maybe road. the gold sedan, that's his... That's- <laughs> That's as much as it... Uh, yeah, he
2: probably had that thing floored.
3: That's as much as it could go. He's like, damn it, I don't have it.
2: Once the pursuit ensued onto Interstate 5, deputies said the driver, 55-year-old Bob Mitchell of Vancouver, tried to lose them by reaching speeds well over 80. He was driving with reckless disregard of other drivers on the freeway and created a risk of collision at excessive speeds, and while following, one detective said they saw him throw his gun out the car. Mm. Yeah. Just
3: before entering the bridge. So what you're saying is Bob went from sensible Bob to uh, felony Bob very, very quickly.
2: Felony Bob, yes. Yeah. No one was hurt in the incident, but Bob's in a lot.
3: Of yeah, Bob, you're uh, you're going to go away for a while on that one. And I do enjoy that no one will see me throw this gun out the window. <laughs> good luck proving it was me. Yeah. Ha!
2: Look, you got to try something.
3: I guess, right? I mean... Throw it, it in the river. It's a good chance. I was going to say, That's maybe... Your best chance. Yeah, over the bridge. Hook it that way, but... I-5, maybe not the best way to lose someone on a freeway. I think you got to go back roads on that, don't you?
2: Well, I I don't know. Do do perps like that, are they thinking where they're going? All right, cop. Or uh, do they just drive? We have officers of the law. Uh,
3: Hit us up here. 503-250-1080. Easier to ditch a cop freeway, high speeds, or back roads? I would think back roads, right? You can, like you duck behind you know you get uh, you know places to hide pull into a you know and I'll pull into a, a little side lot somewhere i would think that the back roads easier than the freeway i mean the freeway it's just like well what well, you're going straight and i know eventually you know you i, I can see you from a distance but i've never run from the cops so maybe i'm completely wrong
2: all right coming up next we're going to find out oh Uh, The new top 25 most haunted hotels in the U.S. list includes an area mainstay. Really? Yeah, did you know that?
3: Well, I've been trying to be haunted for like two decades. So please tell me where it is because I'm trying to pick up like a poltergeist or, you know, like some sort of spirit, like something to
2: attach to me. Let's go. Oh, I'll tell you. Uh, But we'll do that next. It's 445 on The Fan.
0: This is a Football Friday edition of Primetime with Isaac and Souk.
3: Brought to you by the
2: Odyssey app. On
3: On 1080 The Fan.
2: Uh, we've got the
3: Hot 5 and 5 coming up. Well, I feel like I'm catching some feelings now. <laughs> Stirring up emotions in me. Feeling inspired. Who is this? Lesbian Seagull. My lesbian
2: It's beautiful. It's a beautiful tune. Is this, uh... is this Schultz? Schultz, did you pick this? this? <laughs> I did not. This was uh, this Natalie, Natalie and Bruce. And Bruce. Yeah, yeah that's she's great. from like Australia,
0: right?
2: I, I don't know. Does that make it does that make a difference? Are we Well, I think this is like her one hit wonder and she's big in Australia and it's what made it to It's like that 90s song that made it to the USA. I
3: don't know. Yeah, I, I feel like in the the late 90s early 2000s like the uh the Natalie Merchants of the World uh this was all was all very popular.
2: She I just googled her cuz I don't know what she looks like. Yeah. She looks like I mean, she looks good. Okay. Um uh, what? I feel like you're about to Well, no, she just looks like a mom, you know? Like, I don't know. She doesn't look very rock-starry. Well, I I she's not a rock Did you listen to that song? She's was that a, rock a star. was that a rock No, that's was, Well, you know what I mean. That's like not a rock star. But you know what I mean? That she's a she's a she's a, a singer. No, she looks like a mom.
3: Like, yeah, that's what she, I just yeah, said. That's what I'm saying. That's not a rock star. That's full-on well, mom. are I You're know, right. but sh- that's what she does. She was never a rock Jesus. star. She's never a rock star. You know what I mean? She looks like Allie McBeal God, a
2: little I bit. hate you.
3: <laughs> rock star.
2: Allie McBeal. Your
3: definition of a rock star in mine.
2: Is John Tesh a rock star? Well, you know what I mean, like a pop star or something? That's a little bit but, better. But usually they have a look, right? Like a musician, you know, just an artist. Sure. But she just looks like mom. Okay, so it is... Um... <laughs> You're... So we've moved on from October that. 21, 2022, it's in the news. Um, the new top 25 most haunted hotels in the U.S. Oh, damn it, sorry. Uh, I just Googled Natalie Merchant, and now I'm crushed. I had a
3: huge crush on Natalie Merchant, and I wanted to see what she had going on. You want to see someone that no longer looks like any form of pop or rock star, mm. I give you Natalie Merchant. She doesn't look like a mom. she's old. She looks like a a grandma that's selling some sort of weird herbal remedy at a uh, Saturday market. Yeah, she looks like an old hippie. Damn it. Boy, Natalie Merchant. probably a way hotter. Way, way hotter. But back in the day, like 10,000 Maniacs, Natalie Merchant, dude, I was all in. Like, 10th grade little Jason, sign me up. Now, I feel like she could probably give me some good weed, (laughs) something like that, and maybe like a sensible scarf to wear when it gets chilly out right continue with your your haunting i I just
2: had to get that out this is from yelp the most haunted hotels in the united states there is one here in our city or close to our city (laughs) city adjacent
3: what what makes up the most haunted like how do they like
2: most scares
3: like someone pooped their pants there once how do we determine what's the most haunted hotel
2: uh, from Yelp they're they're doing it based off of the largest concentration of reviews mentioning ghosts. So it's the, and keywords that are associated with ghosts. So we're we're basically just going off of
3: how many gullible people want to believe that there's some sort of Ghostbuster
2: Spectre thing happening. Alright. And then they rank those using a number of factors including the total volume and ratings of reviews mentioning those keywords. Okay. Um so the one of ours that is on the list is McMenamin's Edgefield. Haunted. I've been there multiple times, and I've yet to be haunted. You haven't been touched by a ghost?
3: No, and I want to be. I want to be touched inappropriately by a ghost. I have been trying for like 25 years. When I lived in Scotland, we stayed in this hotel, the team hotel. We all lived there for whatever it was, six months. And supposedly, it was this haunted hotel and everyone was like, like, oh, I'm, 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 I'm jammed up, I'm scared. How come the only guy that wanted to be haunted, the only one that wanted to see something creepy, and I'm the only one that didn't? Come on. I've been to Edgefield 20 times over the years. Not one thing.
2: I'm calling bullshit on this. Let's go. The other one is in Port Townsend, Washington, mm. a place called the Palace Hotel. Those are the two in the Northwest. A lot of them in California.
3: So... What, what am I supposed, what is supposed to happen to me at Edgefield? Like, mm-hmm. what do I, do I, I hear touched it?
2: inappropriately.
3: Well, that would be fun. I'm, I've seen Ghostbusters. I, I want the Dan Aykroyd treatment. But like, am I supposed to like see something or Maybe am a
2: like, chair moves or something? I don't
3: know. Isn't that just the, it just, I desperately want to be haunted and everyone does though. Oh, I'll take you here and you'll be haunted. Great. Sign me up. Don't you want to be... Wouldn't it be cool to have some sort of proof that there's, like, some sort of afterlife? Let's go. I never get why people are scared. Like, they're like, this is the most haunted place in America no one could sleep there overnight. Has anyone ever died of a ghost? Has anyone ever been attacked by a ghost? So what is there to be scared about other than you're in your sleeping bag and apparently you hear a door shut somewhere? Like, I've seen enough of those ghost shows and someone's like, I'm terrified. Why? Because... There's a creaky floorboard? Is So is the ghost going to come and kick you while you're sleeping? Which I actually think would be
2: kind of cool. And finally, Gary, a study led by an associate professor for Oregon State's Department of Pharmaceutical Sciences has found a new means to a COVID-19 end. And that is not a, testing? A treatment.
3: <laughs> I thought we already figured it out. That was the fearless leader who said, just stop testing.
2: Uh, that's one Idea, Yeah, right. <laughs>
3: if, yeah, I don't know. Uh, if, if I don't test, I don't know that I have it.
2: Uh, they are saying new research from Oregon State could be a universal means of treating COVID-19 while also aiding in the fight against other illnesses. Um, according to OSU... And collaborators at OSU and the Texas Biomedical Research Institute, they demonstrated in a mouse model that it's possible to prompt the production of a protein that can block multiple variants of the SARS-CoV-2 That's pretty cool. virus from entering cells and causing respiratory disease.
3: That's so huge. is that, like, on the horizon, or is that just...
2: Well, let's read on, shall we? Yeah. Let's read together.
3: Let's find this adventure, because I saw that, I think it was Pfizer said that they have... A new, uh, a new vaccine that's supposed to work, but the government's going to not pay for it, and so it's going to cost you between $100 and $130 a shot, which uh,
2: that seems like a lot. And uh, I'm not paying $130 for a COVID shot. So this says uh, we could be a ways away from the treatment being available to human patients, although the results from animal models are very promising. And, um, yeah, so they found a way to block multiple COVID variants. Well, That's kind of cool. Yeah, so it says it works by introducing so-called decoy enzymes to the body, which bind to the coronavirus spike proteins and prevent the virus from latching onto healthy cells in the lungs. It's amazing. That yeah. kind of stuff's amazing. I know. My daughter wants to be a
3: a researcher. I don't know what the i she wants to do this sort of stuff, where she researches diseases like a microbiologist, and uh, it just it floors me. Some of the stuff she's reading about and so she'll be like, "Oh, they're doing this and this and you know, she'll tell me about studies that they're they're doing and then I have to pretend that I understand." You know, I'm like, "Oh yeah, that's Oh yeah, that totally makes sense and it's it's incredible. Some of cool. the uh, the leaps that were made. How about
2: that? Oregon state at the forefront of uh, screwing over COVID. Yeah.
3: Nuts for the you. world. Would you by the way would you pay $130 for the new COVID shot?
2: Mm. Probably not now. Right? I mean, I've had COVID. Like, how many people
3: are shelling out 130 bucks for a COVID shot? We had a hard time getting people to get them when
2: they were free. I just think the high-risk ones, you know. Yeah. It's like the flu. Like, I wouldn't pay the 130 bucks for a flu shot, so oh. why would I pay 130 bucks for a COVID shot? But aren't
3: we screwing over the old and vulnerable by charging $130 for a shot that they need? Well, yeah. <laughs> well, but, welcome to the healthcare system. Yeah,
2: welcome to America. <laughs> screwing over the old. It's like a time
3: <laughs> all right hey we've got this thing and it's going to protect you but it'll cost you and by the way this guy's saying that uh, edgefield used to be in a sane asylum slash prison yeah. he said he lived in a group home as a kid across from uh the field from there and he said uh many nights they heard people uh, screaming and i'm assuming they're chalking that up to ghosts but again i asked the question why is that scary
2: well, but he's right about that. It did it, it used to be. Have you ever been out there and gone through the tour and everything and no, I read done, all the stuff? No, I haven't done the tour. I love that. I, I got to tell you, it's McMiniman, a great place. Miniman's Edgefield is fantastic. Yes. Just the whole property. Yeah. Um, but, it, yeah, it used to be
3: uh, a loony bin.
2: Yeah. But, well, again, it's not well, very it's, nice. But. Well, okay.
3: <laughs> what would you want to call it? It's an insane asylum. Isn't that the loony bin? A mental Mental institution. Hospital. Okay, mental hospital. I kind gotta of ask the question: If you are there and you do hear screams, what is scary about that?
2: I don't know. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just saying that's it's on the list. Okay, it's haunted. And uh, screw you, you should be scared. <laughs> All right, um, we got to go. That's your in the news for October twenty first, twenty twenty two. Joey Harrington, who I believe is a birthday boy. Ma- amazing that he's actually coming on our show. Yeah, that's a little... Is it Probably kinda, out to dinner or is
3: something. Is it kind of sad that he's coming on our show? For... Well, he's
2: contractually obligated. there well, was no choice. I would
3: assume, though, that he would make up some sort of excuse to get out uh, yeah. on his birthday to well, not call it.
2: We haven't had him on yet. No, we have so not. not count your chickens. Yeah. But Joey Harrington will be coming on next hour. We'll set your college football DVR. But up next, the hot five at five, a new young manager for the Texas Rangers, and Christian McCaffrey gets traded.